Yes. When it comes down to sickness or healing or prosperity, you know, our jobs, our marriage, we need to be strengthened in those areas. Um, what is faith? Um, the common definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. That's just the regular definition of faith. That's what the world uses, you know. Yes. But the Bible definition of faith and he Hebrews 11 and 1 is now faith is the substance of things hoped for and this of things not seen. If it's not now, it's not faith. Yes. Yes. If you don't believe God right now, then it's not faith. It's probably a thumbtail or I'm assuming or I'm hoping. Yes. And we're gonna um and I'm gonna I'm going to entitle this little devotion, the power of faith. Amen. But I like other topic I heard inside my spirit was the journey of faith. Because faith, faith yes. is actually yes. a journey. Yes. Faith is a journey because, you know, um, we get new challenges every day and we have to believe God. Like, you can't take a healing scripture to, to believe God for your finances. So, mm -hmm. whenever we believe God for a particular situation that we go through, we have to find that scripture that covers that situation meditate on it yes. and confess it and believe it and stand on it. Mark 11, 22 and 24 reads, and Jesus answered and have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and he shall have them. I know this written about heart because I've been meditating on this since I got saved, Mark 11, 23. Yes. I've been saying that for 43 years. And this scripture has always been one of my favorite, you know, scriptures. And there's three things I want us to notice about Mark 11, 22 to 24. It's talking about it's talking about speaking, it's talking about believing, and it's talking about receiving. Yes, uh, yes. Speak to your mountain. You know, like like a, a physical mountain is like a um, a regular physical mountain is just a big piece of land. Landscape that 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 protrudes the earth, and also you know like we have one mountain in, in the Bible, Mount Sinai. I guess that's where uh, Moses went and got the commandment, if I'm corrected. Yes. And, and, mm -hmm. and then there's another mountain called Mount Everest, one of the tallest mountains in, in, in the world. But on the morning, 
we're not talking about a physical mountain, but we're talking about a spiritual mountain. And sometimes, you know, um, you know, this mountain could be a mountain of, you know, you know, your situation could be a mountain. You know, things that we go through could be a mountain. Things that we battle in if our flesh can be a mountain. And sometimes these things are like, you know, we, we can't conquer them. Sometimes we can't climb them. We we can't go around them. Uh, we can't go through them. So that's why the Bible say that we have to speak to the mountain. Not only speak to the mountain, but tell the mountain on, on where to go. Um, and we have to believe in our heart. You know, we have to believe in our heart. Those things which we say shall come to pass. Not believe in your head because we, you know, we can doubt in our head, but believe in our heart. So that's why, you know, faith is of the heart and not inside our heads. So we, we have to believe in the heart. And the last thing is we have to receive what we are talking about. I got you know that it's done already. Um, it says in verse 24, Therefore I send to you whatsoever things you desire when you pray. That's why I say faith is now. When you pray, believe it, that you receive it and you'll have it. So whenever we pray to God by anything, we have, when we pray, we have to believe that we receive it right then and now or on the spot. Yes. Yes. The yes. Now that's how faith works. Um, faith is the foundation of all what we believe. You know, um, faith supports, upholds, and faith is the groundwork. Faith begins, now listen to this here, faith begins where the will of God is known. If you don't know where, if, if you are in a particular situation and you, you don't know God's will for it, it's hard to, to believe God for it. Yes. So, that's the place again where the will of God is known. In other words, you have to know what the word of God has to say about your situation. You have to know. It is impossible to believe God for something that we are not fully convinced. That makes sense? Yes. Um, Hebrews eleven six says, Without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith can only be released when the will of God is known. Once you know what the word has to say about your situation, about your healing, about your problem, about your marriage, about your marriage, about your finances, you can walk in it. How to how to how do we walk in God's word? by confessing God's word and by standing That's why you walk in the word of God. That's right. Um, the hymn I was just said, my hope is built. You know, it's like, I love the hymn of the church because we don't sing hymns no more. You know, only thing we do is want to sing praise and worship, wishing that Lord that I love it because every day I come to church, it blesses me. But we can't forget where we came from. Mm -hmm. The church, man, are powerful. Yeah. Our young people don't even know what the hell is, you know? I don't what is that? Huh? I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is it? A hymn is like song. A hymn is nothing but a song that we the same back in the day. Oh, I thought you meant like a hymn, like a piece of clothing or something. Oh, no, no, no. no. That's, oh. a, you know, that's a different pronouncement, but. Oh. 
Um, like one of the hymns I like is, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all on the ground, if they can stand, you know what I'm saying? I have a question. Yeah. What's the difference between a hymn, a song, and a spiritual song? A hymn, a psalm, and a spiritual song. The spiritual song is 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 really is a verses of people expressing what they feel towards God. That's when God really stems from a like a love song. It stems from a personal um a uh, relationship not with God but a personal emotional emotional place in a person where they are emotional and they have experience personal experience that's what I'm trying to say that's mostly you find songs come from spiritual songs and things but most spiritual songs come because of the relationship people have with God a hymn is something that you sing when you as a, a, a congregation which if you look at him, when you go to these old churches, you go visit, you see the hymn books on the back. And you read, sometimes they are easily, sometimes they are read in certain churches, but most of the time, they are singing these verses because they are singing these things as an uh, expression to God. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it, it's, that's what makes it different. It's Bible verses, a Bible lyrics that is being expressed through songs or hymns. And his spiritual songs are mostly coming from an emotional or spiritual experience with God, but they are applying God to it. And the song is like a poem, right? Yeah, a lot of these um, hymns came from people's experience. So if if you want to find out like my hope goes on the um song that I just read to y'all, that came from somebody's personal experience. Yes. And they just put it in, you know, they, they put it in songs, you know, they put it in words. That's like with Miriam, that's like with Moses now when they crossed over on the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. I think Miriam took the tambourine and they began to sing a song. You know, yes. they sang it from their experience, you know, how God Mm -hmm. not, though the outward man 
perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. We have to realize that we are trying to be, we are spirit, we are soul and body. Um, and with our spirit, we are God conscious, with our soul, which is our mind or with emotions, we more or less self-conscious, and this body is just how, you know, just our flesh, you know. It, it has our spiritual components, you know. And, and the word perish means, it means to age, to wear out, to waste away, to, to deteriorate, decay, corrupt, and eventually, you know, just flesh die. But, but the Bible says that we are renewed day by day, regardless of what you go through, regardless of what you face, regardless of how the stress goes through. Sometimes the stress goes through sickness, it goes through disease, it goes through pain, it goes through anxiety, it goes through worrying, it goes through fear, but God said, we are renewed day by day. Every time, like me, my own personal experience, I've been going through a, a lot of trials, tribulations, I could be in my car just driving, and the spirit of God would just fall on me for no reason. I just mm -hmm. stopped praying to God. That's God renewing you day by day. Even when we come to church and the praise team going up and the spirit of God's out here, the spirit of the Lord can fall on you. That's God just renewing you. He's, he's renewing your spirit, man. He's making you strong. Even though this, this flesh is dying, it gets weak, it gets frustrated, and gets at I'm aggravated. God is renewing us day by day. So we, we must be aware that there. And one and we be renewed by reading God's word, by praying and fasting and just meditating on the word, the Psalms, you know. Anything in the day. So I hope this devotion found pleasant in our heart and we could, you know, meditate on it. Yes. Yes. You know, he don't passes a man that don't like to show emotion. But you can tell if you got a desire to speak, you can tell when something is really getting at you. It's like Wednesday night we were talking about Mother Anne. It really bothered me. 
gift of crying and showing emotion, he keep talking about it. And how he admired the, the way she conducted her character. And he spent about five to ten minutes in the beginning of Bible study on Wednesday night talking about it. And then he went into teaching, and then at the end he came back and said another thing. So that tells you that really it's a cry for, for help. You know, I'm, I gotta do it this way because I don't want my church to see me in an emotional state. But we understand that it means sometimes it's very hard. Yeah, because... And things hurt. Yeah. It hurts when you lose someone you love. I remember. someone you had a relationship with. And I remember Mother Hattie, you know, even though, you know, my short time here, you know, every time I talk to Mother Hattie, she always had an encouraging word for, for everybody because she was a woman that was strong in God, strong in faith, strong in for all God's people. She was always a person that will always give you an encouraging word. Yes. Marshall lost her grandparents. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I'm this type of person, whether you agree with me or not, I don't put one person above the other. Mm-hmm, yes. Because she has suffered loss to keep her in prayer. Yes. See what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people just focus on Pastor losing his arm. But what about her? Yes. You know how that is. God has no respect of a person, so when you see her, encourage her. And she was here Wednesday night, and she lost her grandma on Wednesday. So, you know, we want to encourage our sisters and our brothers who are going through bereavement because it's not easy. We all been there, done that. Yes. And it's going to take a time for Pastor Lee. If he already said, I'm going to preach about Hattie on Saturday. You see what I'm saying? So that letting you know right there that I'm hurting. But I really don't know how to express it to you all that I'm hurting. Because I don't want you to see me emotional. You know how it is. Because, man, it's like somebody who's done something to you. Man, I'm over it. But you keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It ain't bothering me. But you keep talking about it. So if you keep bringing it up, it's bothering you. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's just be an encouragement to her when you see her on tomorrow. It's there for your loving. And you got to hold on long conversation. I don't believe in long conversations like that. When it comes to bereavement or anything. Because uh, I'm not a person that's going to get up under you and say, but I'm, I'm not going to get emotional with you. Because what we're going to end up doing is being in a pity party. Mm-hmm. And God don't want that. Yeah. Oh, I feel so sorry. Nope, that included in the will. And it's not the will of God, but it's included. So let's just, let's just, when we go to the altar this morning, let's just pray. Not only him, but the whole family. Pray for Michelle and her family, whoever else that you know might be going to because like I said this is right now there is on the emotional eye and that's what I have to be all going to have to go through.
side because they're going to take things for them to get through this. They're going to take us believing that God's going to bring them through it. So we can go to the altar. Pray. Everything God got anything on your heart, let us have it. Before we get to the altar. Yeah, I know what I mean, like, when, when my wife passed away, it took me five years to get over it. Like, me and my wife, we did everything together. And every time I was going to a store, I break down. I go to Target, I break down because all the memories it just flooded my mind, it flooded my heart. And you know, and I just got up like five years ago. I just cried, I cried, I cried. Sometimes I just wanted somebody just to hold me or hug me because I was so emotional, you know. You know, I needed some type of comfort or something. But you know, I don't know about when my mom passed away. Something Pastor City told me. She said that when her mother passed away, what she, like, Pastor City gave me the scriptures. And then she said that when the spirit of grief would come over her, she would begin to praise God. And I, and when that spirit of grief came, 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 came over me about my mom, I began to praise God. And from that first day, I never cried as much as I thought I would. But God delivered me from that spirit of grief. Even though I miss my mom, I still cry. You know, I do still cry. But you know, it don't have that full effect on the way it has. It has to be worse than my wife passed away. What happened to me is when my mother passed. Um, the day that she passed, the Lord was speaking with me coming back home. Because I had, you know, I was sitting by myself at that time. And the Lord told me that be strong in me, but let her go. Mm -hmm. She gave the word, let her go. Let her go. And we was having a three night revival during the time that we left my mom. The revival was getting ready to start here. And so I said, Lord, how do you let someone go that you've been, you love so much? And God began to minister to me now. He said, Do not worship the creature more than the creator. <laughs> See what That's good. That's good. So, so, so sometimes, and I learned from that. Oh, even when my brother passed, I cried a little bit because I'm gonna miss him. But I came to learn through the experience of my mama that I can't get too attached to the creature. That when the point of time should come, I can't let him go. Just like I tell Renee, I know you love me and I love you. But I'm not that attached to you. That if that point comes, I can't go on. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not gonna make that day a memorial in my life. Like everybody does on Mother's Day. They shuts down. I can't enjoy my Mother's Day because my mom is gone. She's been dead 10 years of a year. Mama gone. I'm not gonna be emotional today now. I'm going on. I'm gonna eat. I may care go my may not care. Go to her house and eat. But I'm going somewhere and get me something to eat. And eat as though I was eating on that day. I don't hold things to heart no more. Yeah. I don't care what I got, well, I do not get connected to it that much. I love my wife. But if my wife had to leave here tomorrow, in a few days I can move on. Because like I tell her, 
If I leave before she do, don't let me bound you from the grave. I mean, you don't want to go on and maybe you want to have somebody else in your life. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Don't get connected to the grave and the grave. And you forget about the grave. You basically saying, I want to go. Thank God for that.2003 you know when he when he left this earth hey I didn't I didn't cry I I just celebrate him celebrate I celebrate him I know my wife when she died man, we had church man we danced we shout the whole service you know I could we'll be cry later but during the service man we yeah. dance we shout we I mean the church was packed and we had, <laughs> we had revival <laughs> That's where it should be. A yeah. Home going. Home going. You're supposed to cry when they, when they come in. Yeah. Rejoice when they go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we so backwards. People need it. Man. It's just for a season. We see each other again. Yeah. For eternity at that. Yeah. Everybody. He's a better place. Father God, we thank you today. We thank you today. We thank you today. We thank you today. We thank you today for this mighty word that was rendered today at the men's power prayer today. The journey of faith, Minister John Clark. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for just just, just for that word today, Father God, that is rendered in our hearts, in our spirits, in our souls, and in our minds today. Father God, we just want to thank you today for glorifying your presence today, Father God, on this day today. O gracious and everlasting Father, we come to you with a humble heart and with a repentant spirit right now, thanking you, Father God, for truly that you are the God of faithfulness in our lives, especially upon this day today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today for uplifting our minds, uplifting our hearts, and uplifting our souls on this day today, Father God. We're grateful and blessed, Father God, that your presence will never leave us nor forsake us today, Father God. Father God, we thankful to you, Father God, for your presence that is already embarking on us on this day today, Father God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're thankful to you, Father God, for 
what you truly have done for us on this day today. On this men's power prayer today, Father God, we're grateful and blessed, Father God, towards you today, Father God, that you keep us in line. You keep us focused. You keep us on the things of God today, Father God, that you purposely have done for us today, Father God. We're grateful and blessed to you, Father God, that the battle is not ours on this day today. It's yours today, Father God. We're thankful and blessed to you, Father God, that we're on the altar today, Father God, interceding in behalf of the people of God on this day today. We're interceding right now, Father God, for that person right now, Father God, who is dealing with heartaches today, Father God. We're interceding in behalf of the people of God on this day today for that person right now, Father God, who's dealing with death in their family, who is dealing with dealing with troubles in their finances, who is dealing with things, Father God, that is purposely is for the things of you today, Father God. We're grateful and blessed to you, Father God. Father God, we want to thank you today, Father God. We want to thank you today, Father God, for the life, for the great life of Evangelist Hattie today. Hattie Johnson. Hattie Johnson. Father God, we just want to thank you today for Evangelist Johnson today, Father God. We're grateful and blessed, Father God, that you place a well-done and faithful servant like Evangelist Hattie today. Evangelist Hattie was a woman of faith, a woman of faith that kept focus on the people, made sure that God's people was uplifted. God's people was always in tune into the voice of God. Today, Father God, we just want to thank you today. We want to thank you today for what you purposely have done for us on this day today. We want to thank you, Father God, for these men that has assembled today, Father God, on our weekly men's power prayer today. We want to thank you today, Father God, for focusing on the things of God and not on the things of man today. We're grateful and blessed to you, Father God, that no matter what the situation is that we deal with on a daily basis, your presence is already with us. Your presence is joyful. Your presence is loving. Your presence is already in tune into what we're dealing with on a daily basis in Jesus' name. I want to thank you today, Father God, that you keep us in line and in tune into everything that you purposely have done for us, especially upon this day today. And Father God, we're grateful to you, Father God, that no matter what our situations is, we're going to put our situations to you. We're going to give our cares. We're going to give our worries. We're going to give our all in all today, Father God, to you. We're going to give our worries to you. We're going to give our trials and tribulations to you today, Father God. We're going to give it to you today, Father God. Because, Father, you are the battle. You are a true battle. You are a God that will always fight with us in the nick of time. Today, Father God, I am thankful to you. I'm thankful for your everlasting love. I'm thankful for your everlasting peace. I'm grateful, Father God, for your everlasting love that you have for me and those persons from the sounds of my voice today. Father God, let's keep families covered in prayer. Let's keep our children covered in prayer today. Let's keep our pastors covered in prayer today. 
my pastors, Drs. Johnny and Dr. Sidney White today. Keep them covered in prayer 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 today. Keep my brothers covered in prayer today. Minister John Clark, Minister William Ginn, Deacon William Pearson, Brother Rashad Rice, also Brother Jeff Blake, also Elder Tyrone Robinson, Elder Andrew Miller, also Deacon Charles Dunlap. Also, for those persons right now, from the sounds of my voice as I'm on this men's power prayer today, Minister Vaughn Coles today. Also Deacon, also Deacon Jerry Kingston today, Father God. It's just something about Deacon Jerry Kingston, Kingston today that just came in my spirit today. Keep him and his family covered in prayer today, Father God. We're thankful and blessed, Father God, just for your presence right now, Father God. Just for your presence today, Father God. Minister Lamyron Jenkins and his family today, Father God. Elder Tyrone Robinson and his family today. Minister Kathy Mack today. Minister Ernestine Coles. Minister Diane Stewart today. Father God, also keep those persons lifted in prayer today. Elder Lola Reed today, Father God. Father God, we're thankful and blessed, Father God, just for those persons right now from the sounds of my voice today. Father God, keep them focused today, Father God. Keep my mind, heart, soul, spirit, everything, my, the fiber in me today, Father God. Focus on you today. Keep us focused on you today, Father God. Father God, let's keep those persons covered in prayer. Those persons that's on my mindset. Those persons that's on my mindset today, keep them covered. Keep their families covered. Keep those persons covered in prayer today, Father God. We're thankful and blessed, Father God, that you gave us a mouthpiece today, Father God, just to speak your word today, Father God. The Bible says, the Bible says in Psalms 145 and 2, it says, Every day that I will bless thee, that I will praise your name forever and ever. Father God, I'm thankful, Father God, that I want to praise your name forever and never. We're grateful and thankful, Father God, that your presence is loving. Your presence is joyful. Your presence is already with us, especially upon this day today, Father God. And we want to give you praise today. We want to give you praise, Father God. We want to give you praise today, Father God, for everything that you've done for us in our lives, especially upon this day today. Father God, we're thankful to you, Father God, that you gave us another opportunity today, Father God, to make it right in your sight. Father God, take away those things right now, Father God, as I'm declaring and decreeing today, Father God, that this is the last time, Father God, the last time that whatever the enemy is trying to throw at me, whatever the enemy is trying to throw at God's people, whatever thing that is trying to distract us and trying to take us away from the things of God today, Father God, Father God, I give you praise, Father God. I give you praise, Father God, for just keeping us focused on you. Focus on the things of God. Focus on whatever that we deal with on a daily basis. Father God, we're thankful to you, Father God. We're thankful to you, Father God, for the battle is not ours right now, Father God. 
It's the Lord's. The battle is not ours today. It's yours. It's yours, Father God. It is yours. It is yours today. Father, we're grateful to you, Father God, that your presence will always be with us, especially upon this day today. And Father God, there is no purpose and there's no reason right now, Father God, that you gave us a purpose right now, Father God, to go do your will, to go do your purpose, to go do everything that you've done for us, seen and unseen on this day today. Oh, gracious and everlasting Father, we come to you right now with a humble heart today, thanking you. According to Exodus 14 and 14, the Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. And Father God, we want to thank you today because your love is an everlasting love. Your love is a beautiful love. Your love is a love that will always stand with us right now on this day today. And Father God, we don't look at you don't look at the outer appearance. Father God, you look at the heart. You look at the heart. You look at the heart and know the compassion and know the passion that we have for you today. It's all over me. Father God, we just want to thank you today for just keeping us focused. Keeping us focused on the things of God and not the things of man. We're grateful and blessed, Father God, that you gave us another opportunity today to make it right in your sight. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Father God, these men, these men, I'm grateful for these men today that's on the altar praying just for your people today. Amen. Amen. <laughs>